welcome to the Service Industry Podcast. Here, you'll learn ways to grow and scale your business, marketing strategies, and a step-by-step plan from people who have done what you're trying to do. You deserve success and freedom of your time. Now, here's your host, Matt Smith. What's going on, guys? Matt here from the Service Industry Podcast. Hope you are having an awesome Monday. It's a new week. This is a new opportunity for you guys to go out and do what you need to do to get to where you want to go, right? And so I hope you guys had a good week last week. Um, man, just absolutely slammed. I know I keep saying that, but we're just having a ball over here. We are uh, helping so many different companies on the marketing side of things with Google AdWords and doing a ton of print marketing right now. Um, and obviously, you know, spring is here, so a lot of people are excited about, you know, growing their business or whatever. Uh, but man, Mitch and I are just jamming. So thank you guys, all you clients of ours who listen to this podcast. Uh, you know, we couldn't do it without you guys, but, um, man, just loving life and having fun. That's what it's all about, right? That's what owning your own company is all about. And it's not always fun. I'm going to do a episode, maybe the next episode or the one after about something that happened to me last week inside my business. Our company got shut down for a hot second, um, by the state of Michigan, um, and I'm going to go into that in a different episode, uh, but hopefully it'll be kind of an encouraging message for you uh, to kind of just push through the garbage that comes away or comes along our way. But before we dive into today, if you're a new listener, welcome to the podcast. This is a podcast for home service business owners. So if you own a home service company, whether you're a lawn care guy, pest control, window cleaner, carpet cleaner, whatever you do, right? Plumber. Um, this is for you. We're all about helping you grow and scale a more systemized home service company so you can have more money and more freedom of your time, right? Which we're talking about money today. Uh, if you are a return guest, welcome back. Uh, we need you guys to help us out. May 1st, we by May 1st, we had a goal to reach 100 reviews. It does not look like we're going to hit that goal, which is okay, right? We all fall short sometimes. Um, but if you listen to this on iTunes, we're trying to get to 100 iTunes reviews by May 1st. So if you have not left us a review, please do. You guys know this. We do not charge uh, for any kind of ads or anything like that on here. You guys never will hear an ad on this show uh, for as long as I'm asking you to do things for us, like leave reviews and share it on social. So with that said, we do this all for free. And the only thing we ask in return is that you would leave us a review. So if you have literally 30 seconds to do that, that would mean the world to us so we can reach more people and help more people grow their companies. So today we're talking about money. Um, you know, there's this message going around and I, I, I want to clarify my thoughts on it. Uh, if you guys listen to other people of influence like Gary Vaynerchuk, um, you may hear him talk a lot about doing what makes you happy. Do you hate your job? If you hate your job, then you shouldn't be there, right? He just put out a video the other day about it. And I wanted to give my thoughts on this because I think it's a very tricky subject that a lot of us need to be careful with. Um, and I know a lot of you guys on here listen to people like him and a lot of other people like him that are talking about this message of doing what makes you happy and nothing else. Um, and before I dive in, just a disclaimer, I started my business, you know, I, I'm self-employed because 
I don't want to work for somebody else. I would be miserable, right? And so, yes, I did what made me happy, and that was starting a business and working for myself. So with that in mind, right, I do believe like, hey, man, we only live once. We're not on this planet for very long. So if you're miserable every single day you're at work, then yeah, something should probably change. But here's what happens. Then I think a lot of people get twisted on this is that we have a bad day, a bad month, maybe even a bad year. And we start to hear messages like, hey, do what makes you happy. Are you miserable with what you're doing? If you're not 100% happy, you need to go and follow your passion, right? Well, the reality is that some of our passions don't equate to money, right? Like if I could do what I, whatever I wanted to, uh, to do, I would probably go out and be a professional bow hunter. But guess what? Even the people who are in the very top tier of bow hunting, uh, you know, they make a good living, but there is nobody that is mega rich from being a bow hunter on TV. Okay. And so the reality is, is cool. I would love to follow my passion and go, you know, start a TV show of me bow hunting. But the reality is, is I just couldn't make a living doing it. Right. And so Here's what happens is people have a bad day, a bad week, a bad month, a bad year, and they start to hear messages like this and they start to talk themselves out of what they're doing. And the problem with that is, is you're never going to find something that doesn't give you problems, right? The difference is, is that you want to be a part of something that when the problems do come, you're willing to push through. Okay. So you want to, you want to enjoy what you're doing with the understanding that, Hey, some days are just going to suck, right? And some days I'm just not going to like what I do. And that's just life. Now, on the opposite spectrum, Grant Cardone says, hey, it doesn't matter if you're miserable for eight hours a day. Go in, suck it up, and make your money and leave. Now, on that side of the spectrum, I don't really agree with that either, right? I fall somewhere in between because I believe that, hey, you're at work one-third of your life, right? And if you hate one third of your life, man, that's like over 30% of your life that you're miserable, right? But you need to find what it is, yes, that you're passionate about, but also what you can make a living. Because let's talk about money for a second. It's cool with the idea that, hey, maybe I can become, I don't know, a professional photographer. And by the way, I have photographer friends that do half a million bucks a year, right? on a personal level. But let's just say, you know, the average photographer is not making any money. So I love photographs, right? So let's just say I want to be a professional photographer and I go out and I'm able to hustle up 35,000 bucks a year in income. Well, that's cool that I'm doing what I love, right? But at the end of the day, I'm not making any money. And on, you know, on the further aspect of money is a necessity in life, whether we want to admit it or not. You say, I'm a Christian, and for some reason, the church still has not figured out a way to talk about money and, and with, without feeling like it's negative. And I feel like the entire world feels that way. Like, you hear people, they don't want to tell you what they make, right? Like, that's private. Like, what I make is private. Why? It's just money. Like, and so at the end of the day, we realize that, hey, we need money to survive. And here's what I've learned in life. Yes, I want to do what makes me happy. But I also know that life punches people in the face every single day. And so I know it's only a matter of time before I get freaking high kick to the side of the head, right? By life. 
And I want to be prepared when that happens. So I can guarantee you, you could be doing whatever it is you're passionate about. I could be hunting deer for a living, making $30,000 a year. But when I get punched in the face by life, the only thing that I'm going to wish I had done was make more money to help me get through those tough times. Okay. Because guess what? Sometimes you get sick and you have medical bills, right? Sometimes uh, you lose your job and you need money to survive until you can find a new one. Uh, sometimes you get in a car accident that you weren't expecting. You broke your foot and you can't work for two, two months or whatever the case is, right? Money is an essential to life. And so I am not here to say you need to go make a million dollars a year. But what I'm saying is if you're going to follow your dreams and follow your passions, you better darn sure be well that it is going to make you enough money to not only survive, but survive through tough times. Okay. Because anyone can make enough money to pay the bills today. But if the lights went out tomorrow, how long could you survive and how long could you pay those bills based on what you're doing? This is also another reason I started my own company and systemized it to a point where I had employees doing the work for me was because I knew, hey, if I ever got sick or I ever got hurt or something like that happened, right? I want to make sure that my business is still running so my bills are still getting paid. If you're an owner operator, you cannot do that, okay? A friend of mine is an owner operator. He's a carpet cleaner. He got hurt. He broke his leg. Guess what? He can't work. Guess what happens? His family has no income. So thankfully, he was smart enough in, in the early days to save up money, right, every single year. And so he had enough money to get him through. But guess what? How long could he survive like that? Okay. He's an owner operator. He only makes so much money. He only can save so much money. He only can be off work for a limited amount of time. Right. And that's why I, I built my entire home service business the way I did, because I was fearful of that happening to me one day. And so, you know, I ask myself this question all the time, man, are you passionate about owning an exterior cleaning company, Matt? I'm like, no. In fact, like, if I'm being very honest, I dislike it more than I like it. Okay. So why do you still have it? Well, because I'm an entrepreneur and I care a lot less about the type of business I own. And I care a lot more about building things. And you see, that's where true purebred entrepreneurs are different, right? They don't look at their business necessarily or what they do specifically as their passion, what they consider their passion is building things. And so for me, it was never about, man, I wanted to own an exterior cleaning business or, oh, I wanted to own a marketing agency. It was never about that, right? It was about where's the opportunity and how can I build something around that? And now as I've become a little more successful and my businesses have grown a lot, I've been, I've been able to now kind of start what I would call passion businesses that don't necessarily make a lot of money, but are something I really enjoy, like Brave American, right? Where we're helping out veterans and veterans are building products and we're selling them to people all over the country. Like I don't make hardly any money from that because I get, we give so much away, right? But it's a passion business to me. And so as time has gone on, it's allowed me to get to that point. But I can tell you right now, if I were to follow my dreams or follow what I'm passionate about, I would never be where I'm at now. And I am nowhere near where I want to be. But I could never even get to the level I'm at now if when I was, you know, Matt Smith at 22 years old, 
following my passion, I'd probably be lucky to be moved out of my mom's house, right? And so be careful with the message of follow your dreams. Like, first off, what are your dreams, okay? For me, my dreams were building businesses. Like, that's what I wanted to do. I didn't really care what kind, right? I started my exterior cleaning business simply because I had no money and I could go clean windows for a couple hundred bucks worth of equipment, right? That's the only reason I got into the industry. And then from there, we branched into, into more services like power washing and roof cleaning and stuff. But early on, that's the only reason I got into this company, right? Was because I had no money and there was an opportunity. There wasn't a lot of competition. Not many people in my area were doing it well. I knew that I could offer a better experience, blah, 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 right? And so it wasn't that, oh man, I'm going to follow my passion and my dreams. It was like, no, dude, I want to build businesses and this is the business I can build right now because this is all I can afford. So I'm going to take what I can take and go do everything I can with it. And now it's built into this big business, right? I want you guys to start thinking the same way. But if you're not a purebred entrepreneur, if you're not passionate about building businesses, then don't trick yourself and talk yourself into believing that you're like that because not everybody is. I know a lot of people that own their own company that are not what we call a purebred entrepreneur. They're self-employed, right? They're, they own their own company, but they don't love building things, okay? Maybe they got into it, you know, 10 years ago because they hated their boss and, and they wanted to make more money, right? I can't tell you how many people I know that got into business for themselves because they hated the people they worked for. I mean, shoot, I've had employees that have went out and tried to start window cleaning businesses probably because they didn't like working for me, for being honest, right? But that doesn't make them a purebred entrepreneur and they can tell themselves all they want that they're doing this because they love building things, but the reality is, is they're doing it for other reasons. If you're a purebred entrepreneur, you're, you're building, you have a business because you love building businesses. It doesn't matter on what business you're building. I remember back when I first started um, one of my business mentors, we used to, so my church, man, we have a cool church. My church, uh, our pastor is very entrepreneurial minded and he started an entrepreneur group. So every Thursday afternoon we would meet over his house. There was like 10 of us from the church and we all owned our own companies and I was just getting started. And by the way, this is how I, I came across one of my business mentors, uh, that sold his pest control business for 20 some million bucks. But I remember him saying, uh, one of my business mentors saying at the meeting, and this, this will always stay with me. He said, uh, he, he owned a lawn care business. He owned a, a pest control company. He said, guys, like, I don't love lawn care. I don't love killing bugs. Like if you're passionate about that, it's kind of weird to be honest, but I love building businesses because I love taking something that didn't exist and turning it into something that's thriving. And then I love the opportunity that it creates for myself later on down the road. And I remember, I remember thinking about that because I had struggled early on with the whole message of do what you're passionate about. Right. And then I heard him say that and I'm like, wow. And I really looked up to this guy, right? He's very successful, uh, massive home, massive business, employs hundreds of people. Like, I'm like, man, like this, like, this is who I want to be when I get older. Right. Like looking at him, I was like, this could be me one day. And I said, he's right. Like, like I'm not doing this because I love what I'm doing. I'm doing it because I love building businesses. And at the end of the day, that's what it comes down to. Right. And so, yes, I want you to do what makes you happy. I don't want you to be miserable in life, but I do not want you to ignore the fact that life requires money. 
right? And so you can go follow your passion, but if your passion doesn't ha- doesn't return you with any kind of monetary substance, you're going to be screwed one day. I promise you. Okay? You need to strive to make more than 30 or 40 or $50,000 a year because bad things happen. And I want you to be ready for those. I don't want you to live in fear, but you guys need to be thinking on a long-term level. Man, one day something bad could happen to me. Am I going to be in a financial position where I can survive? And I just think that this message of do what makes you happy, man, that is just not thought about. Like It's more of a, a live in the moment and and figure things out as you go, which is okay if that's how you operate, I guess. But I just know successful people set themselves up for long-term success. And a lot of us, if we did what made us happy, would set us up for long-term failure. And so I want you to dig deep and find out what is it that makes you happy? Is it building businesses? Is it the kind of business you own, right? Maybe you hate what you're doing right now. Maybe you're an owner-operator or you own a home service business and you're miserable. Maybe it is time for you to go find something new, right? I'm somewhere in the middle, guys. I'm not, I'm not go follow your passions and I'm not be miserable at work. I think you need to love what you do, but you also need to take into account that, hey, sometimes things are going to suck and that's okay because I know to get to where I want to be, I have to do things that suck, right? And that's that. So take that message for what it is. I, I land somewhere in the middle and... um Man, I just think if you think long-term, regardless of what you do, you will never go wrong. So I love you guys. We do this because, you know, trust me, coming up with content for every single episode is not always easy. And I'm not the kind of guy that jumps on a microphone just to talk. If I don't have something to say, you won't hear from me till I do, right? But this is something I'm, I'm pretty passionate about. And maybe you guys can can leave a review or leave a comment Um or an email even, and and tell me if you would be interested in talking more about personal finance because I am so passionate about personal finances and how to set yourself up to succeed later on, how to avoid personal debt and all of that kind of stuff, right? The stuff that kills people, kills families, ruins lives. I want to start talking about that on here, but I don't want to scare some of you guys away that are on here just for strictly business stuff. Because I believe personal finance and business finance go hand in hand. And so I would love to dive deeper on some of that stuff. So if you want to hear it, let me know. Shoot us an email. And again, we're thankful for you guys. And I hope you guys have a killer Monday. Go out and get them. Go make some money. This episode of the Service Industry Podcast has ended. But be sure to check out our other episodes. Please subscribe to the podcast if it has brought you any value. And as always, don't forget to rate and review the show. Does your home service business need help getting new customers? Matt's company, Service Industry Marketer, can help. Service Industry Marketer specializes in print marketing, Google AdWords management, and Facebook ad management. Visit serviceindustrymarketer.com for more information. See you in the next episode.